It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, guys? It's your boy D and Ed back at you again, sadly, after a Wizards loss in Brooklyn. Firstly, I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Also, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So, Ed, I know it's tough, man. It was frustrating. How are you feeling? Um, it was rough. Um, there are times where I definitely could have went to sleep, but, you know, it's a learning experience for the team. Uh, we're not going to go 82 and 0. I know we're riding off a high being 2 and 0. Um, but Kevin Durant, he's the best player in the league. He's the best player in the world right now. Uh, we just didn't have an answer for him. Uh, whoever we threw at him trying to guard him, uh, he was basically virtually unstoppable. He had the, he had the almost a buzzer beater at the end of the half. Got to the basket whenever he felt like doing it, shooting over guys, shooting over Hollow Neto, shooting over KCP. There was a time in the beginning where he was like and one mixtape crossing up Kyle Kuzma at one point in the, in the first half. So. Um, their star player stepped up and our star player had a rough night. Bradley Bill's got to play better than that. He has to shoot the ball better than, than what he did. You know, his, his numbers weren't great. I know he's coming back from the hip contusion and he should, he didn't shoot the ball particularly well in the preseason too. So maybe that was a preview of him having to get back in a rhythm and just shoot the ball better. And it is ironic because Brad said over the off season that he wants to shoot deep, deeper threes and shoot more threes, and he's not shooting the ball well. He really didn't shoot the ball well from the three-point line. The percentages weren't great last year. Um, so we're just looking for that. You know, this, the the statement play of the game was when Brad got a rebound and Patty Mills just snatched the ball out of his hands. That basically was the statement of the game or the 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 biggest player just for just telling what the game, how the game was. Bradley Bill was 8 for 22, 3 for 13 from the three. We're not going to win games like that. Or, you know – it happened against the Raptors, where he didn't shoot the ball well. But when you play a team like the Nets, who's competing for a championship, even without Kyrie, um, you're just not going to win games like that. It's just not possible. Um, he has to step up and play better. We were terrible from the three-point line. Our transition defense was awful from the jump. Uh, Bruce Bowen had a couple easy layups and easy dunks in the beginning because we just weren't even getting back on defense. Um, so we didn't play like a West End Unsell Jr. coach team. Um, a lot of learning to do. Got to get back on defense. Got to rotate. We didn't move the ball on offense. It was a lot of stagnant, a lot of last second three-pointers. Then we shooting step back threes, uh, some bad shots with not a lot of ball movement. Um, and I know it was supposed to be the Dinwiddie, you know, homecoming game or uh, revenge game. He didn't shoot the ball either. well either. He was three for 13 from the field. So our, our guards didn't shoot the ball well. Kyle Kuzma was three for 11, 0 for 5 on the three-point line. Um, he did rebound the ball well with 13 rebounds, but we got ran out of the gym at some points. We were down by what, 20, more than 20 at one point. We did cut and chop down the lead. At one point, we cut it to 10 in the second half. That was like our best chance. And then 
We just had mental lapses and defensive lapses. Patty Mills looked like the Australian Olympic team Patty Mills out there. There was I want to say he had back-to-back threes at one point, and we had no answer for him. James Harden didn't shoot the ball particularly well. He was five for 17, one for eight from the field. So we did a decent job on James, but he was still able to facilitate and get in the lane on pick and rolls. We didn't defend the pick and roll well at all, in my opinion. Claxton had a couple easy dunks in the lane too. So um, just all around, not we just it, we, it was a totally different team from the Pacers game and a totally different defensive effort and offensive effort from both games, in my opinion. And granted, the Nets are the best, better team out of all three of those teams, of course, out of the two teams that we played in the beginning by far. Um, but it's, it's a learning experience, and the guys are going to watch tape, watch film, and improve. You know, Wes Unsell is going to learn from this, too, and the guys just got to play better than this. If we want to compete in the Eastern Conference, you got to step up and play better against the better teams like Kevin Durant, James Harden, and these guys. So, um, I hope they take this as a learning experience. We don't want to see basketball like this again. So I'm not going to overreact like everybody else on social media. This is the third game of the season. I'm not going to go 82-0, and but there definitely are some flaws. And um, we saw some weaknesses that have to be fixed if we do want to compete in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I agree with you. And honestly, after the first quarter, I did not think the Wizards did horribly, I mean horrible or terribly defensively i think they did a pretty decent job and the nets were missing shots it's not like the nets were scoring 30 plus points in the second third fourth quarter the nets scored 104 points and if the wizards can hold a team to scoring 104 points typically that's usually a good sign for the wizards because the wizards are like in that 100 and 510 range etc but as you see the wizards only scored 90 points and they just couldn't buy a bucket they couldn't buy a bucket. I mean, I think the Wizards, they were the Nets did a great job at forcing the Wizards out of their game plan. The Wizards didn't come into the Nets game wanting to take contested threes and just sit around and waste the shot clock and then jack up a three. It it turned into that because the Nets made them take those shots. It was a lack of ball movement. We all noticed it. It would look at it looked like a vintage. Wizards, Scott Brooks offense, game. It was a lack of ball movement. Bradley Bill was putting up a lot of shots and not good shots. He shot three for 13 from three. And it's not like these were wide open threes that he were just missing. He was shooting a lot of deep threes. Threes with a hand in his face. Like he was hot. And I mean, he put up 22 shots and the next closest is Dinwiddie at 13. This isn't a this isn't the game where Bradley Bill needs to be putting up 22 shots. I understand you feel like you got to do something because your team is off and you got to pick up the slack, but what he was doing wasn't really helping the team. You know, I feel like it was hurting the offense, it was hurting the flow because at one point in the third quarter, even though they cut it down to 9, I felt like when's the last time somebody took a shot outside yeah. of Bradley Bill? I felt like he was just dominating the ball, dominating the shots. And it wasn't the game for him to do that because it's not like he was on. You know, it's not like he was on fire. It it was just, I feel like a lot of forcing from Bradley Bill today. And I know as fans, we're looking for Bradley Bill to lead the team and be that guy that we think he can be, that he feels he is. And like I said, I know the team was struggling, but still, it, it was just way too much. I feel like he was doing way too much. And, I mean, that's not even talking about the whole team just coming out flat. The team looked flat. 
the Wizards, the, I feel like Wizards fans were more energized than the Wizards players coming into the game. You know, the Wizards fans were pumped. We were ready. We like 3-0, 3-0, we can go 3-0. And the Wizards come out and lay an egg. They didn't look hype. The bench wasn't hype. Nobody. I mean, the most energy they had was from the Wizards fans on Twitter. I mean, you're not going to win games coming into Brooklyn and just not being able to shoot the ball. That's what you're not going to do. You're not going to be able to win games if you're shooting 25%, 23% from three and 35% from the field. You're not going to win games, especially against a team like Brooklyn. And I mean, Kevin Durant did Kevin Durant things. We all knew he was going to get his. It was all about what the Wizards did, you know, and they couldn't put the ball in the hoop. They couldn't buy a bucket at the end of the day. And yeah. before we get into what you got to get into, Ed, I do have a message from my friends at Direct TV. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. It's compatible device required and content varies by package. Once again, guys, I'm going to thank you for making Locked On Wizards your very first listen. Every day we are free and available on all platforms. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, Ed, what what were some other things that, you know, you didn't like about the game? I just just want to get back to, you know, what Kuzma said, the chemistry part. You know, it could take 20 games. Of course, we don't have time for it to take 20 games because we talk about the trade deadline for Bradley Bill because if we start off slow, then the trade rumors are going to swirl and all that stuff's going to happen. But, you know, Kuz, it it could take 20 games, unfortunately. But the chemistry, we still are waiting on Rui to come back. We still have to wait on Thomas Bryant to come back. Rui might not even be back till November from what we heard. And Thomas Bryant not until December, so we're just gonna have to, you know, tough it out with those without those two guys and play better. Uh, but just the ball movement, shot selection has to be better. Um, you know, Bertans wasn't he didn't have the night that he had the other day. You know, he played a lot better with a lot better confidence against the Indiana Pacers. Bertans put up a donut tonight. He had zero points, zero for two from the field, and two fouls, three rebounds. So he did not have the night that he had. At all. Corey Kispert came in with five minutes left and scored more than him. Isaiah Todd came in with a couple minutes left and scored more than him. Um, cannot, hopefully, Howell Neto is okay. That's something I didn't like, of course. Uh, you know, one of the guys who played his butt off, too. He had an off night, one for five, two, two points tonight. He got injured down the stretch. Um, 
so yeah, every, everybody has to shoot better, and you know we got to get better shots at more ball movement. Kyle Kuzma did rebound again, so all three games he's had at least double digit rebounds. He had 13 boards, so that's something that we can hang our hats on. Is that we know Kuzma is going to rebound the basketball as long as he's doing that, then he definitely should keep starting and, and playing. KCP was the one guy that I saw with some energy and some oomph to his game. Um, he was just flying around, running around, hustling, getting on the floor, diving for the basketball, running the floor. I thought Gafford at times shows shows some signs of life. A couple dunks started off a little rocky. You know, he does have to get a little stronger because sometimes he is getting pushed around a little bit and just falling to the floor. But you know, you know, I'm the number one. I'm I'm a part of the Gafford fan club, but of course, I do have to critique him at the same time. I thought he got more comfortable in the second quarter going up against Blake Griffin. The pick and roll with Bradley Bill was working. I thought they should have kept doing it because Blake Griffin wasn't really able to move his feet and stop Daniel Gafford off the pick and roll. Same thing with Bradley Bill. Though that's something we we should have kept going to. Um, I thought Harold provided some life towards uh, in the second quarter too. Now some of the post ups weren't working out, but I wasn't mad at the post ups because you know he had Joe Harris on him a couple. It's like okay, you you got to score on Joe Harris. So just the hook shot wasn't falling. So it was just. It was like it was like there was a lid on the basket tonight with some stuff, some easy shots that we were making against the Pacers, um, just did not fall tonight. And we got to work on that with with ball movement and playing better defense. So um, those are the things that those are some of the things that I did. Like and the the Daniel Gafford foul, um, where he missed a shot, and then Blake Griffin brings the ball up. Why are you fouling Blake Griffin who can barely dribble the ball? Just let him come up and Blake Griffin probably lose the ball anyway. Give it up, and there was actually a missed call during the game where Blake Griffin's dribbling the ball in the corner. And he like palms the basketball, and brings it up for some. It was like, come on, refs! Like the the refs weren't the refs weren't the reason why we lost. I'm not going to blame the refs at all. The loss was on the Washington Wizards um, for sure. But like you said, the energy was just not there tonight. Um, we came out flat after winning two games in a row. I don't know if, if Brad coming coming back. You know, we got to get used to playing with him, but some some has to. Gotta make some adjustments before we play Boston on, on Wednesday night. And they're a good team too. And they will blow us out if we play like this tonight on, on Wednesday. Yeah. I, I think the Wizards lack of adjusting. It is I feel like they offensively, I feel like the Wizards were just like, okay, the three point isn't working for us right now, but we're still gonna continue to shoot it. And at a point, I felt like with Bradley Bill specifically, he mentally said. I'm going to continue to shoot threes no matter how many threes I am missing. And he was just shooting them and shooting them and shooting them. And one will go in here and there. Another will go in here and there. And then the third one will go in here and there. But, I mean, I guess if you're going to commit to it, fully commit to it. And that's what he did. And I just wanted to see the Wizards maybe try to attack the paint a little bit more, maybe draw some contact, get to the free throw line. I mean, it's not like, of course, you're open threes, you take them. But I felt like it was just, okay, at a point you realize the balls, we can't buy a bucket right now. So let's try to see if we can get to the basket at least. You know, you look at that, then with he two for six, Kuzma 0 for five, and then Bill obviously three for 13, Kawa Pope one for four, Denny Abdia 0 for four. I mean, these are a lot of three-point t- attempts that went up that just didn't go in. And to specifically comment on Denny Avia, once again, I feel like he played decent defense, especially on James Harden at one point. Now, I know he got the four-point play on him, but I feel like Denny did a decent job. But I will continue to say, Denny Avia has to contribute more offensively for him to be a, a, 
a big factor in the rotation on the team because one guy like Isak Bonga was good defensively, but offensively he was too much of a liability. Now I'm not saying Denny is as bad as Isak offensively because he's not, but I'm saying, for example, Denny has to do better offensively, man, because people are going to start to say, is the offensive liability liability worth the defensive upside, you know, and it'll get to that point. So, it, it was just, it was definitely frustrating, man. And I know we kind of want to get a little bit into the Wizards Celtics game and kind of what we want to see better. But before we do get into that, I want to say a message from our friends at Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online reminds you, remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. We also have a message from our title sponsor, Rock Auto. Once again, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand that warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30 50 and even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? For example, the Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store and only $216 from Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you can need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So, Ed... You know, trying to just move on the men in black, the flash, <laughs> trying to move on from this rough Brooklyn game. What what things are you hoping to see more against the Boston Celtics? Because it doesn't get easy. The rose is tough. Right. Yeah. You got to have a short memory. Like you just said, um, Denny, I, I want to talk about Denny, too. Denny had a rough night. 0 for 2. I'm sorry. 0 for 6. 0 for, 0 for 4 from the 3. And, you know, people keep asking us about Denny every day, every night. And um, I love one thing you cannot question about Denny is the work ethic. You see what he did after the Patriots game, getting shots up. You see how he's worked on his rehab. You know, I thought his shot would be better. The thing about Denny is his shooting form looks fine. I don't. There's no hitch. You know, I don't see anything wrong with his jump, his shooting form. But he's never been a shooter. Didn't wasn't really good shooting overseas either. The free throws have been a problem so far too. Hasn't shot many free throws, but he has missed a couple so far through three games. Three point shooting. I. It's going to take some time for that. I don't think he'll improve three-point shooting this year. We'll see. Not very optimistic on that, to be honest. Um, the playmaking is here and there. 
it's, it's okay in the pick and roll situations. That's probably like his best thing. Maybe you just have to keep picking rolls with him every time. That's the only way. And then in the press conference, um, Wes Unsell Jr. said that Denny looks lost off ball. And, you know, we don't want him to just spot up in the, in the corner, but I guess he has to learn how to cut and get his spots too. So um, it's been a rough start. I mean, he didn't have a full rookie season, of course, COVID and all that good stuff. Um, but that's not even 100% excuse because all the rookies last, there was a lot of rookies last year that looked really good uh, last year. So, but everybody develops at their own pace. Um, it's going to take some time with Denny. When we drafted Denny, I, when I was watching, I was like, this, this is probably going to take three years to really see. Took the thing, same thing with Troy Brown, kind of the same thing with Kelly Oubre. It takes three or four years to really see what we really think about this guy or to get a real evaluation of the player. And then sometimes by year four, it's like, Hey, we're to the point where the trade deadline gets here and we're trading Kelly Oubre. We're trading Troy Brown jr. So I'm not going to get too far ahead of myself on Denny because there's still a long way to go, but um, just, just we're, we're both just critiquing his game, just seeing things that we see from him and that we want to see. And of course, as being wizards fans, we've seen what happened with Troy Brown. We saw what happened with Kelly We've seen what happened with a lot of first round picks that we just have gotten in the past um, five to 10 years. So, um, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping the best for Denny. And, and, you know, like I said, we don't want to overreact over two or three games, but uh, just a, a rough night from not just him, a rough night from everybody. But what I do want to see from the Celtics, of course, is Denny play better. Bradley Bill has to play better. Of course, they're going to come out with a story with him and Jason Tatum being best buddies. We've heard that story millions and millions of times over and over again. So enough of the best buddy stuff. I want to see you beat your best buddy, um, Jason Tatum, to, uh, on Wednesday night. Jalen Brown is a beast. Kyle Kuzma going up against those guys. That's going to be a fun matchup to watch. Schroeder, who got um, who got the veteran minimum. He could have got so much more money. We're going to be playing against him. All jokes aside, he's a scrappy player. He's a scrappy defender. He will get on the floor. He will defend full court. That will be a good matchup for Spencer Dinwiddie. Daniel Gafford versus Robert Williams. Uh, the other big man who just got paid, Gafford and Williams got paid. They both got extensions. They both had similar games. They're both guys who rim run and catch oops and lobs. Um, who else do they got? They, they got a lot of guys. Marcus Smart is a scrappy player. Um, they got a new coach at MA Udoka. So we got two first-year head coaches going up against each other with Wes Unsell Jr. Um, so it should be a fun matchup. Match with Montrose Harrell versus um, Enos Cantor and Al Horford. Two slower, older bigs. I think Montrose Harrell should do pretty well in that matchup like he did tonight. Um, but it's, it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be another tough – got a tough schedule. we got to play the Hawks twice in the next couple of games. So this is this is the this is the Eastern Conference, man. The Eastern Conference got better. So I'm intrigued to see these games and how they really bounce back. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the main thing I want to see, yes, obviously the shooting, we want that to improve. I'm just counting this as one of those just really, really bad nights where a lot of teams go through them where you just can't buy a bucket. What I want to see is the Wizards execute the game plan that they came into the game wanting to execute. I, like I said before, I feel like the Nets made them switch up how they played. They didn't come into the game wanting to not move the ball and wanting to shoot contested threes. They didn't come into the game saying that's what we're going to do. The Nets made them do that. I don't want the Celtics to make the Wizards get out of what they did against the Raptors or get out of what they did against the Pacers, where we were saying, oh, the ball movement. Finally, we have an offense where we're moving the ball. Finally, we have an offense where other guys are eating. And it's not just Bradley Bill shooting 25 shots. I mean, it's 
I want to see them come into the game with their game plan, move the ball, and play at their pace and do their game plan and hit their key points. That's that's what I really want to see. Defensively, I just want them to continue to play hard. I want them to continue to be scrappy. I mean, if you're going to have off nights from the three-point line, etc., you got to lock in defensively. Like against the Raptors, they didn't shoot the best from the three, but they locked in defensively. And that's what you got to do. I mean, if you want, you got to figure out what your identity is going to be. You know, this is a new team, new system, new coach, et cetera, new players. You got to figure out what your identity is going to be. If you're not going to be some crazy high scoring offense, you're, you got to be known as a scrappy, tough, intimidating defense. I mean, and that's personally what I would love, but the Wizards have to, can have to do that. You know, they have to do that. So, that's pretty much what I want to see against the Nets. I, I just want to see them play their brand of basketball that they talked about in the offseason. Do not let the Celtics, like the Nets, control how they play and change their offense. Right. I'm I'm 100% with you on, on that one. I mean, got to set the tone there and play with the energy like we did against the Pacers. I mean, once again, Tatum is going to be a tough test. And we remember what he did last year in that playing game, 50 points. And he made it look very easy. It was the easiest 50 points I've ever seen in my life uh, by one guy. But we're a different team. We have more guys that we can throw out there. KCP, want to see more, uh, I want to see the same energy from him stepping up too. But um, once again, it's, it's, it's going to fall on our best player. He's got he's to shoot better than three for 13. That just can't happen from Bradley Bill. And I know he's coming back from the hip contusion. And whatever's going on this year with the, with the preseason and continuing in, into the regular season, it's only three games. Once again, I'm not going to overreact too much, but the, the shots are going to fall. He's got to get confidence in that shot, which he does, but um, got to take smart shots. And, of course, Wes is trying to incorporate where he's not forcing it, where he's just getting the ball um, off handoffs and different things like that. So ball move, we only had 16 assists tonight. Uh, didn't really look at the turnovers. I guess we'll look at the turnovers real quick. We we only turned we turned the ball over twelve times, so that wasn't even it. We we just had a bad mm-hmm. night tonight. So, yeah. um, but I, I'm just looking for better play from our star, from our superstar, or you know, a guy who could potentially be a superstar in the NBA, Bradley Bill. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. And just the final point before we end it off here, guys. I just want to say, I know we're all frustrated. Don't be too angry. Hopefully these nights are far and few between. You know, we want the Wizards to win games. We want them to shoot the ball well. We want them to defend. We don't want the offense to look how it looked like tonight. So let's just forget about this game. You know, game three, they had two decent games before this. Let's forget about this. Men in black, like I said, with the flash. Let's let's wipe the memory. Let's go into the Boston game. Clean slate. Let's get the job done. Go to three and one, and the energy is going to be flipped right around back in the fan base, back within the team. Let's forget this game on to the next one. Um, any last things you want to say, Ed? No, just yeah, like you said, Hakuna Matata, Wusa, and you know, we all wanted to be three and zero because the last time we did it was 2018, so we were just hyped and ready for that to happen. But you know, bounce back game against the Celtics and a revenge game for that playing game from last year, yes. Yes, sir. And once again, guys, I want to thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now I want you to make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Basketball with Josh Lloyd. He hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. It's free and available on all platforms.
All right, y'all hell to the Wizards. We're going to get them back. Peace. Yes, sir. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.